Greetings. How's everybody in the drunken glory? Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful it's a cup of the new covenant? Sure makes it easy if you can just drink it. (laughs) Oh, we are so blessed to be in heavenly Jerusalem by the full repentance of our souls. This is so much better than just having mere fire insurance. You know, just a, a hope and a dream that when I die I'll go to heaven. A little bit better having full heaven on earth now blazing through our souls. The very atmosphere of Mount Zion, city of innumerable angels called heaven, is lit up by the seven spirits of God. That's the atmosphere of heaven. That's the glory of heaven. Every angel Every saint that's died and been made perfect and has entered in that city and has entered into paradise and has entered into Mount Zion lives in the atmosphere of the seven spirits of God. But the whole point of the discipleship of Jesus Christ is to have that atmosphere not just buried deep within you, no but to be blazing through you and all around you now. On earth as it is in heaven. is the standard. It always has been. It's just, Satan has warred with all of his might, with religion. And it is religion that shuts down the seven blazing torches from fully manifesting through all your soul life, drowned in glory drowned in joy. This is why there isn't an exceeding abundant joy amongst the Christians. Until your faces are full of laughter, until your faces are beaming with glory and beaming with joy, your souls have not, in fact, entered heavenly Jerusalem. When your soul... Now that doesn't mean you're not saved. You're saved. You're saved in your heart. But it's a little different thing to get saved in your mind. It's different to get saved in your soul. It's totally different, and the scriptures teach that it's different. When you're born again, you're saved in your heart. Now you're transformed by the renewing of your mind, metamorphosized. That's what the scriptures teach. And we need to be metamorphosized in our souls, saved in our souls. Almost no Christians are saved in their minds. They live in the Babylonian system with their minds. They're saved in their hearts. They have fire insurance, but they don't live with seven blazing torches through their minds. And you can tell by the joy and the love and the peace on their faces if a Christian has in fact overcome the world. Blessed are they who conquer and blessed are they who overcome, as it's written seven times in Revelation 2 and 3, so they can sit with me on my throne and rule the nations with an iron scepter, with all the power of the living Father. 
with all the power of the Holy Spirit. There is much different degrees of power amongst Christians. In fact, every single one is different. Every single Christian has different rewards according to how much of the Holy Spirit is in their life. How much they've given their hearts, how much they've given their souls, how much they've given their bodies to be temples of the Holy Spirit. And no other spirit stealing from you in your mind. The Father was telling me today, tell the people to not have their mind's eye fixed on anything in the natural realm. Whether it be houses, cars, husbands and wives, anything. I mean, even souls, even ministry, even things that look spiritual and look Christian. Don't have your minds fixed on this world. Keep your minds fixed on Jesus, who's not in this world. He's in Zion. Zion is not inside this universe. Zion is outside the universe. Which means your minds are meant to be outside the universe. Outside the cosmos, which is the word world in the scriptures. And you can so easily get your mind outside the cosmos. Why do we have our minds inside the cosmos? Because we're deceived of the devil. So, when we get our minds outside the cosmos, we have the experience of Jesus Christ in heaven blazing through our minds. That's why I'm physically drunk on that city, heavenly Jerusalem, all the time. I can feel it. It's energy. It's like lightning and energy constantly. It never goes away because my mind stays in that place. And I don't allow the temptations of this natural world to pull my mind back into the cosmos. So that the gate of the mind is always open to release all of the atmosphere of heavenly Jerusalem through my renewed mind. And that's God's will for every single one of your minds. No exceptions. There's no other way to have heaven on earth than to have your minds renewed. And that's why it's written in Revelation chapter 5, verse 6, I saw a lamb who looked like he'd been slain. And he had seven horns, and he had seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Okay? And God was showing me, this is the full embrace in a Christian's life of the sacrifice of the lamb. You know, and still Passover until sundown today, right now. Which is the celebration of the sacrificial lamb, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah. And he's been slain. Okay? And there's the seven eyes and the seven horns, which is the full transformation of your soul life. And trust me, you're married to that slain lamb. The Passover lamb is your bridegroom king, Jesus Christ. And by the way, He made this world. And He'll also restore this world. He'll transform this world. He will heal this world. He knows how to because He created it. The one who died on the cross made the world. (laughs) And He's a very, very happy guy. He is so happy. He's so happy. I know Christians don't even have a grid for it. 
The drunken glory is just the superabundance of the fruit of the Holy Spirit called joy. And against fruit production, there is no law. It's just Christians have never seen so much fruit before as they look at the sons of God that they don't understand. And there's so much religion from the influence of the city Babylon working lies in their minds that since they've never seen it before, it's got to be the devil. I've never seen someone have so much fun in the things of God before and be happy all the time and laugh all the time and be joyful in the against spiritual fruits. There are no laws. So you can actually come to a place where there's no cap in your fruit production and be drunk on the fruits of the Holy Spirit being bore on your tree of life. Every single one of you bears fruit. It's just not always the fruits of the Holy Spirit because the seeds that bear the fruits on our trees are the words that we entertain in our minds. And you can tell most people disagree with this word so they don't live in this high place of holiness, of high glory, throne room glory, and a constant awareness of heavenly Jerusalem through their minds. If they agreed With my words at Red Letter Ministries, they would. All it takes is repentance and agreement and your mind change and you experience it. Repentance means I give up my words because I'm not as happy as these people. You know, you look at them and it's like a person that's got more fruits of the Holy Spirit, a person that's got more heavenly Jerusalem blasting through their souls like seven jet engines. So the soul is flying in the white eagle. I want that. And so I trade all the words in my soul for the words of that person who walks in a lot more glory, power, wisdom, and seven blazing torches through their life. And bam! That repentance and changing of the words in your life gives you the experience of that person. That's how the kingdom of heaven works. (laughs) that's why it's called repentance unto life or the changing of your words which may have some life on them but there's so many different degrees of measures of Holy Spirit and so much we haven't even seen before that we don't even have a grid for the standard of the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ at the right hand of God in all glory I mean But we're married to that great glory. And that great glory, Bride of Christ, is coming through us. Before that man, Jesus Christ on the throne of heavenly Jerusalem, returns with 10,000 times 10,000 of His holy ones. Before He returns, everything He is will blaze through our hearts and minds. Oh yeah, we will be glorified before He returns. You better believe it. Otherwise, why did He even go away? Why did He even send the Holy Spirit? If we're just going to stay, you know, religious people and just playing games in church, why did He even send the Holy Spirit? Why did He go away? He believes the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us into just a little bit of truth so I can have fire insurance and die and go to heaven. <laughs> All truth it is written. He believes the Holy Ghost will glorify us 
and remove all deception of this entire cosmos of fallen angels and fallen man and destroy those heavens and destroy that old earth and bring forth through us and through our heart life and through our minds renewed the new heavens and the new earth where righteousness dwells. That's what the Holy Spirit does when He leads us into all truth, not just foundational doctrines of salvation, baptisms, laying on of hands in the resurrection of the dead, not just the elementary things of Christianity, but all truth, and all truth is the seven eyes, the seven horns, through every single one of your souls. I tell you the truth, those seven horns, which represent all the power and authority of the living God, horns means it's not just like demons have horns and all that. You read the book of Psalms, it says, lift up the horns of His altar and worship and praise to God. The horns of the altar, the strength and the power of God, the rulership and the dominion of Jesus Christ, the King of God. Lift up the horns. We have the horns. The seven horns. Which is all the power of the living God through our souls. (laughs) It's a little different reading about it. This impartation of this broadcast is so you can experience it. Until the book of Revelation is made flesh, you'll never see a real Son of God on the face of the earth. And a son of God also includes all the mature women of God. For it's just, it means about, all it's describing is the maturity of one's spirit. That there's no flesh in that person's spirit life. Their mind is fully circumcised and seven blazing torches come right through their forehead. Jesus Christ. Written on their foreheads. Mind of Christ. Bright morning star. The author of life. There's so much river of life coming through this person's soul that they're exactly like Jesus in all their soul. You know? Yes, Jesus into your heart. But why don't they have the same head as Jesus with seven horns and seven eyes and seven spirits of God? Why isn't there a ruling and reigning? Why is there a submission to this world system and such a natural understanding of life? Because Babylon and its potent sorcery has deceived the entire world. That's what's written. Christians can have the whole Bible. Christians can speak in tongues, do miracles, signs, and wonders. Prophesy in all the gifts of the Spirit. They can win souls. But until those seven horns and those seven eyes, like seven jet engines, are blazing through their souls, they'll never understand what Jesus Christ is actually like. They're still caught up in the elementary things, the foundations of Christianity. But this is 2,000 years more advanced than the introduction of Christianity. So you're going to have to get used to the things of heavenly Jerusalem now. And in heavenly Jerusalem, there's one temple. I tell you the truth, all your, ch- all your churches will be destroyed. But it's a good thing. Because if they're not, you'll have 
ziggurats of mediocrity and compromise in every corner of America forever. There's only one church, it is written in heavenly Jerusalem, the temple of the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. There's no churches in heaven. It's just an open paradise. And you're all inside the Lord and the Lamb. Which means now, and when perfection comes, as it is coming through the sons of God who manifest this into reality everywhere right now, you're going to have, at a minimum, your city as your church. Every wall of division and barrier of buildings and everything made by human hands will be destroyed. And by destroyed, I don't mean nuclear bombs destroying it. you got to understand how the Spirit makes new. When you were born again, did He destroy your body? When you were crucified with Christ, did you die? No, you were just made new and the things that were already dead were just removed from you. You have to understand, He's making all things new. The destruction of the old earth and its religious systems, religious organizations, religious everything, everything that's human, everything that's of the brain, everything that's man's efforts and man's ideas will be destroyed. That's what we've been warring against. That's what Babylon is. Everything human that simply has the knowledge of God. Christians have used the knowledge of the New Testament in human energy for so long and God is sick and tired of it. It's sin. It's horrible sin because it deceives the whole world thinking that self-effort, that human energy, that intellectualism, that brain information is Christianity. When it could not be further from the truth. We need a demonstration of the seven spirits of God, like seven blazing torches, seven jet engines, through our minds like torrents of life. So people know, oh, whoops, that's real Christianity. That's what God's actually like. That joy that is so consuming and so fiery, that energy of life that's so powerful, like seven horns of the power of life that raised Jesus from the dead, beaming through our faces, that they will know that's what, that's what God is really like. Shaka. <laughs> that... I don't even know if I can say that right now. I am drunk, guys. Worship time was drunk. That's what God is really like. (laughs) Holy Spirit. You got to get intoxicated to get this message made flesh. You got to get intoxicated on the Holy Spirit. We always say, and I've never even heard anyone say anything except give us our daily bread. You know? We just, the bread of heaven, we just need the bread, 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 word, 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 word. You know, that's all good, but how about give us our daily wine? Daily wine, 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 wine. We are so breaded out with so much word, unless we're mixing it with wine, we're not going to be fun people to be around. We're not going to be happy. We're just going to have a ton of knowledge about Christianity And it won't even matter because you won't be the happiest people in the world. You'll still be looking to the sinners having all the fun because you haven't had your daily wine. I still see so many people turning to alcohol because they still 
can't drink the Holy Spirit, the cup of the new covenant. (laughs) When you start drinking the Holy Spirit in the cup of the new covenant, it will make you dependent on Jesus in every area of your life, and you'll never need to drink alcohol again. You'll never go to darkness for pleasure again. But if you, do, if you can't drink the new covenant, you'll always have secret sin in your life. you always have lust, and you'll always have religious pride. There is no chance of sanctification, of perfection, of getting those fleshly desires of sexual morality, pornography, every vice and sin that we know is bad as Christians, but still continue to do en masse, and the Christians are so sinful... You know, you have conferences in town, and it's true statistics when there's a conference, Glory Stream, Pentecostal, Evangelical, the pornography rentals in the hotel rooms shoot up a thousand percent. I mean, when the worldly people come to the hotels and do conferences, it's not even close to that bad, because the Christians have more secret sin than the whole world combined. It's true. They absolutely do, because... They're not drinking the wine of the Holy Spirit. There's still huge areas in the voids of pleasure that aren't filled because they're cut off from the cup of salvation, the cup of joy, the cup of the new covenant. Until you get into that cup, you'll always have secret sin. And I've seen it a hundred thousand times, demonstrated there's no other way. So that's the permanent breakthrough for every breakthrough for everyone in the whole world. And thankfully, it's half the gospel. It's not just bread. It's bread and wine. It's not just truth. It's truth and grace, <laughs> which is the heart and mind of Jesus Christ. you got to get it. The full gospel. Getting into the full gospel will make you perfectly content. As it's written, godliness with contentment is great gain. You'll always be searching for something else. You always, you'll never have the total fulfillment until you have the full gospel of grace and truth, bread and wine, heart and mind of Jesus Christ. The fullness of deity indwelling your bodily forms. Because <laughs> you're the temples of the Holy Spirit. you got to have all of Him. <laughs> Not just pick and choose parts that you can agree, re- agree with because it works within your life. You know, it's not about us. <laughs> we need more of the cross in our souls. I deal with Christians every day, and the number one thing they need is the crucifixion of their souls. <gasps> so that not my will but yours be done. <gasps> you know, they say that religiously, and then they go on doing their own will every single day. It's incredible. It's just, the, you know, if I wasn't so drunk, I'd be frustrated every day. Because it's like, they hear the word, but they're not doers of the word. They hear the word, but they... Unless you can flood them with grace and get them crucified to their own life, there's no chance of them ever coming with their minds into heavenly Jerusalem. They'll never overcome the world. If you give them enough grace, though, and you flood their minds with grace, they'll rise. Because it's like, it's like you put them to sleep and do surgery on them. It's like if you can pour enough grace on their hearts and minds, you can pull any stubborn heifer 
into the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> Any, you know, these people are like goats. You know, goats were wonderful in the time of Israel. Sheep and goats, you know, it's not like the goats are going to hell. It's just the goats are so stubborn in their, stubborn in their minds. It speaks of all God's people. It's really true. It's like you have sheep-minded people that will go the way of the shepherd, and you have goat-minded people that don't. But Jesus Christ was referring to all His people when He was using these parables. You know, Don't be harsh. You don't have to be so harsh. Trust me, He's a very gracious God. His grace abounds. The harshness, a lot of times, is just because people get into legalism and they, you know, they get a little breakthrough mentally and then they want to throw the law on people because, you know, look at, I broke through and now what's wrong with you guys? Don't be harsh. (laughs) And that, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. Be gracious. Be merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. And I'm telling you, all of the severe things of God that are coming are coming in floods of grace. So the judgments are simply where a person just rejects the the floods of grace and mercy and love. It's like all of the energy of God that you needed to do what you wanted to do the whole time anyway because you people love Jesus, that's what's coming right now upon the world. It's not like these seven balls are just going to you know, kill all the enemies of Christ. It's this phrase. He's going to kill them with kindness. <laughs> He's going to drown the world with His goodness. And yeah, there will be people that reject so much goodness. There will be people that reject pure happiness and pure joy. But the vast majority won't. I mean, especially in these Western Christian nations. The vast majority in their hearts. You know, I've been around walking the streets, going through thousands of people daily as a missionary for 11 years now. The vast majority of people, their hearts will melt like wax at the presence of the seven spirits of God. We just have had so much mixture in us. You know, every little breakthrough of going from glory to glory, it's just more bugs just getting blasted out of our mental ray. So we can walk in the full seven graces, like seven blazing graces through our mind towards everyone, which means you don't put any yoke or burden on anyone. You just pour that pure energy of life into everyone for free. Because that's how you've gotten to this place. You didn't do anything to deserve it. Don't put any yoke or burden on anyone, ever. It's sin, it's religion to do that. So you just you get these jet engines of grace, just like wind tunnels beaming through you. I'm telling you, that's the sovereignty of Jesus Christ in the rule and reign of the nations. It can't be resisted because it's pure divine energy, pure divine life coming through our minds. And the bride hasn't even begun to walk in it. The sons of God are tapping into it, but most of the bride still doesn't even believe the sons. God told me yesterday, they won't even believe until you demonstrate it. (laughs) You need to have a public ministry of full manifest sonship for the masses to believe in this advanced righteousness stuff that almost all Christians reject. Because it's too weird, or the pastor never taught them that in Sunday school, or it wasn't in their IHOP curriculum. There's this, we've been so Babylonian in our Christianity, we've never seen a pure 
holy demonstration of the New Testament, of the New Covenant, until the sons of God manifest. And when they do, it's like, it's already inside their hearts. It's just now getting the mind out of the way because the mind's been fed so much religion. But the grace will actually flood the mind so it, it makes it easier for them to repent, which is simply cast their words aside that they've learned in Babylonian churches, which is any religious church. And I tell you the truth, you know, this might seem harsh, but every charismatic church in the world is Babylonian. 100%. And that's, you gotta understand what I'm saying too, because all, they're still inside this universe. That's a building made by human hands. Okay? Acts says God has never dwelt in a building made by human hands. But then why did I have all these experiences in church? Because you are the church. He lives inside your bodies. But all of the organizations, all of the buildings, all the church structures, all of that will fade away. But you don't need to fade away with those systems that are being destroyed, which are under the wrath of the Lamb, which are all being threatened with a good time. (laughs) They're all being killed with kindness. That's why it's written, Come out of her, my people. All his people are inside Babylon. That's what's written in Revelation. not making this stuff up. Come out of her, my people. On the third day, there's a massive global exodus so you can come out of the world system when perfection comes, which is demonstrated now by the sons of God, who bring the temple and the church of heavenly Jerusalem. (laughs) Which is so simple once you start getting your mind renewed. Because the seven blazing torches just long to possess your soul because that's the only place where you'll be able to see and understand all of these things of heavenly Jerusalem, of eternal life. And the seven spirits of God do all the work through us. How does Jesus Christ rule and reign? His body's sitting there. His body's not doing zero. His, his, you know, think about it. He was resurrected in the flesh. It's His Spirit that does the works. Seven spirits of God do the entire new covenant. And until we yield to the Holy Spirit to do all of that through us, we're not even in the new covenant. We're still in old covenant, natural efforts, natural works. Natural works are demonic. Natural works are part of the Babylonian system of sorcery. Almost all Christian works in the world that we call good works and, you know, you get your name on the plaque in the church because you did all this nice stuff. God doesn't even have any rewards for you for anything that's not done by His seven spirits through your hearts and minds. Not a single person on the planet gets any rewards of silver, gold, and gemstones of the believer's rewards except by these seven blazing torches sent out into all the earth. <laughs> And you know what? We repent. We let the seven spirits do all the work. And you know what? We're greatly rewarded. I see these seven spirits of God as an upside down menorah putting out the false fire of the seven mountains of animal flesh called Babylon the Great. When this world fell, the rule and reign of Satan and then the fall of Adam in submission to the fallen angels 
constructed seven mountains. <laughs> They're not from God. In uh, the book of Enoch, Enoch says that the seven mountains were like metal. So you need to get into the fire of God that's strong enough to melt down the metal. <laughs> like titanium, you know, you might have to be burning spiritually at least 5,000 degrees. <laughs> and it's so easy. Once you let these seven spirits do all the works, it's completely humanly impossible. All human effort just ingrains you more into the beast system. For beast just simply means flesh or brain, or human. That's what beast system is. The, the throne of the beast, the throne of the dragon, and the throne of the false prophet all work within the brains. All work within the natural dimension of stardust, using starlight as its source of energy. That's the kingdom of the beast. That's Babylon the Great. That's the potent sorcery that deceives all nations. When we get into heavenly Jerusalem, we have the seven blazing torches to destroy all the works of the devil permanently. And we are. And that's why there's been so much warring of the dragon against the sons of God. As it's written, the dragon sat at the feet of the woman to devour the man-child. Because the man-child brings forth seven blazing torches that melts seven Babylonian mountains permanently. And those mountains are melting. A couple weeks ago I saw seven bowls poured on seven mountains. Two days ago I saw the menorah upside down on seven mountains. The glory is dramatically increasing for the glory of God is the seven spirits of God, the atmosphere of heaven. And a lot of people don't realize that all the increases of glory are coming through the people that are getting mental breakthroughs. Like just listening to this broadcast when your mind starts to agree with the words of glory from the throne of glory in the glorious city of heavenly Jerusalem, more of His glory is getting through your mind. This isn't an outside work. The grace has abounded in past revivals where their minds weren't the glory gates. It was just an outside manifest physical cloud of glory. But in this great awakening, it's through the sons of God and the daughters of Zion who are fully sanctified and fully transformed, who are the bringers of the glory, the sons and daughters of glory. You're the reason why the glory is increasing. The transformation of your soul lives is in a 100% direct connection to the increase of glory through this whole world and the melting down of Babylon and the bringing down of heavenly Jerusalem like a scroll. It's a scroll coming down because your mind is beginning to agree with the words of heaven on the scroll that comes down through your minds. <laughs> Without agreement, there will be no glory. But other people will begin to agree and will just bypass you. Maybe you get jealous if someone begins walking more glory. And then you'll repent. Who knows? People do the weirdest things all the time. God will do anything to get you to agree with Him. Because it's your disagreement with His Word that's causing you to live in lesser glories. <laughs> but there's some people here that fully agree. I mean, we may be gullible, we may believe some lies because we're so vulnerable to believe anything super mystical and super spiritual, but the Father is such a good Father to disciple everything wrong and offensive to Him just right out of our souls. So it's only 
His Word in us. You know, you do have to take a chance. You know, there is some crazy stuff in the throne room of God that it's like, I don't know, it sounds crazy, I'm just going to agree, and I just trust the Father to father me. If you're fearful of all this stuff all the time, you'll never be able to experience the throne of God. You do have to take a chance. And trust the Father to protect you from anything that might not be God, you know? You get fathered a little bit by God, you know you can trust Him. You know you can take chances. You know you can do all kinds of crazy stuff that people haven't done before. Because if it's not Him, He'll just get it out of your system so quick. It's so good. He's a perfect father. You ever seen a father not discipline his child? When a child strays, you know, he leaves the 99 and goes after the one. Jesus knows how to take care of you. The good shepherd is perfect in all of his ways. And remember, he's got seven eyes. So there's nothing seen in your hearts, in your souls, in your minds, in your bodies, in every nation, in the whole world. He sees the workings of every spirit. He knows what's going on in the demonic. He knows what the fallen angels are doing. He knows what all the nations of men and women are doing. He knows what every Christian's doing perfectly better than they're doing it before they even do it. Seven eyes. White eagle. Jesus Christ on the throne. Maker of heaven and earth. Maker of the nations. It's so easy for Him. So you get to a place of fully trusting Him to father you perfectly and to pastor you perfectly in every area of your life. And that's where all the peace is. The peace that passes understanding when you're one in the great shepherd. (laughs) How about some people sit on the throne of the great shepherd and demonstrate all that peace to everyone around them? And it's pure fire. Because everything in heavenly Jerusalem is made out of the fire of light. (laughs) It's all alive by fire. And this world is so dead and fallen that this fire feels like it's killing people. We've seen this fire do some tremendous stuff. But what it's really doing is just washing away the death inside you and the death in the world. So every day as you go from glory to glory, you're going from fire to more fire. (laughs) The glory is fire. And the fire is glory. Because the reason why it's alive with energy is that's the fire of the seven blazing torches. And the seven blazing torches are the seven spirits of God that make up the glory cloud of the atmosphere of heaven. So it's all fire and glory. And that's why, you know, we take over the world by fire and glory. By the seven spirits of God that are really now starting to come through our minds in a greater way that the world or anyone in Christianity has never seen before. They've never seen it. This has never happened before. No one can say, oh, well, I've seen that at Toronto or the Florida Outpouring or Azusa Street. They completely fail in comparison to what God is doing now through us. This is the ultimate. This is seventh day stuff. This is third day when I raise them up stuff. That's never been done before. This is the climax of the ages, the maturation of the times, the great harvest of the last day. And they'll all come in by these seven blazing torches, for this glory will destroy the old heavens and destroy the old earth. So prepare yourselves for it. And just ask the Lord to do it through your life so you can be a leader in this new movement that will remain forever. For I tell you the truth, 
This is the revival that will never end. And we bring it into being. Isn't that a great honor? I love it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, I thank you, Jesus, for all these viewers and everything they're going through. I pray, Father, that you would heal them, sanctify them, help them go to the next level of glory, <laughs> help them and their minds repent. And so the only thing in their mind is seven blazing torches, that nothing in this world would ensnare them. And everyone ensnared be set free by seven spirits of God now. In Jesus' name I command. Just put your hands up into the glory right where you're at. Thank you, Jesus, for increasing through my life. Your heart and your mind are my heart and my mind. All of you, Lord Jesus, and none of me, have your way in us tonight. In Jesus' name. Let the glory increase through these lives. Let the floodgates of their minds open and drown their cities and drown their nations in the glory of God. Thank you, Father, for the floods of glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. Donate at redlettermen.com. We could use your support. In Jesus' name, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Amen.